Welcome to a Spoonful of Sugar podcast with Pam and Amy. We're two friends living in the Midwest with our hubbies and kids. We're living our lives and dreaming of Disney. Join us as we discuss all things Walt Disney World and our love of Disney. Hello, everyone. This is Amy, and I am here at Walt Disney World, and I am going to do, or at least try to do, a couple different minisodes while I am here to share a little bit of the magic of what's been happening. Um, so I'm going to do days one and two for this minisode. So yesterday for us was day one. We... Uh, got here pretty early. Um, we had a 5.55 a.m. flight out of Milwaukee. Um, so we were able to get here and get in a pretty full day at Animal Kingdom Park. But before I get into the details of Animal Kingdom Park, I will um, let you know a little bit about how we got there with all the luggage and all that. Um, we were flying Southwest, so we were able to check in three bags and those bags that you check in, they will actually, you don't see them again from the time you check them in at the airport until those bags actually arrive in your Walt Disney World uh, resort hotel room. Now, the other bags that you bring with you as a carry-on, when you take the Magical Express, from the airport to your resort, you can just leave those bags with Bell Services and they will also take those bags directly to your room when your room becomes available because check-in is not until 3 p.m. So if you get there any earlier, you're gonna wanna check in your luggage with Bell Services. And that is exactly what we did. We had some backpacks and just one suitcase with us to give to Bell Services. And then we were off to Animal Kingdom for our very first day while we were here. Um, so we took the bus over to Animal Kingdom and we got to see Pandora for the first time ever. So fabulous, so great. Um, we did see the movie few months ago just to kind of refresh us on what this whole Pandora is all about um, but they did such a fabulous job with just the decor I it was really amazing um, unfortunately I was not able to get a fast pass for flight of passage which is still a very highly coveted fast pass so just a heads up if you have a trip coming up and when you are in you're making your fast passes I would highly suggest when you're booking your fast passes if you want to do flight of passage get grab one of those right away and also slinky dog dash is also a very popular one at this time but anyhow what we did do is we went on the Navi River Journey, which is beautifully done. Um, very calm, scenic river ride through the land of the Navi. Really just attention to detail, very, very nicely done. So we, we enjoyed that. Um, and then from there, we had a fast pass for Everest, um, Expedition Everest, which is one of our very favorite rides. We love that ride. So we 
had a little bit of time to kill, so we kind of meandered through Animal Kingdom on our way over to Everest. And Everest is just great. If you don't know about the single rider line, there is a single rider line. So if you are not able to get a fast pass for Everest, if you look at the where everyone comes out through the gift shop, on the left-hand side, there is a single rider line. And so we have done that several times where we don't want to wait in line and we don't mind being split up, obviously. So we will go that route. But for this one, we had a fast pass. So we were able to do that. And then after Expedition Everest, we went to the new show. Well, it's new for us, but it's been around for oh maybe a year or two. But it used to be called Flights of Wonder. And now it's called Up a Great Bird Adventure. And it features Russell and Doug the dog from the movie Up. And we love those characters. They are so great. Doug especially. He's hilarious. So we went to the the show and it features all the same birds, actual real live living birds that were in the Flights of Wonder show. But then they also have, again, the characters, you know, in their costumes of Russell and Doug and they kind of interact with the animals and the and the zookeepers I don't know what else you would call it, the handlers the bird handlers and it's so it's a fun but also educational show about these birds and that was fabulous some of these birds the macaws they would actually let fly right over the audience they it looks like they're skimming your heads it's really cool the way that they do it because um, the theater is kind of open stadium style seating so the birds pretty much have free reign although they they do listen and behave very well to their trainers but there are some points where the birds free fly from the front of the stage all the way to the back of the theater and vice versa so if that is something that would freak you or your kids out maybe this is not the best show for you but we really enjoyed it we loved it and then after flights of um no not flights of wonder they, sorry they changed the name up a great bird adventure we had one more fast pass which was for cali river rapids and this one we had never done before we weren't really sure what to expect because we heard you could stay dry or you could get soaking wet so <laughs> we opted to since there were four of us in our party we split up and we did Two of us went on and the other two stayed behind with all this stuff that we didn't want to get wet, such as phones and cameras and all that good stuff. And then we flipped and the other two went and the other two stayed behind and, and watched all of our stuff. But that was, that was a fun ride. We didn't get soaking wet, but there were some people who did. So I'm glad we didn't have any valuables with us because that would be bad. But yeah, it's a slow paced raft ride down a river with a few little downhill splashes. And there's one, uh, actually a couple parts where there's basically just water spraying at you through an elephant's trunk or what have you, but you're going to get wet for sure. <laughs> so that was day one. Oh, and I will mention also that we were able to go, I had heard that there were gluten-free churros at Nomad Lounge in Animal Kingdom. And I have celiac disease, so I have to be very, very extremely careful with what I eat. I cannot eat anything with wheat or gluten in it. So I had heard about these gluten-free churros and 
I was dying to try some. So on our way out of the park, we went over to Nomad Lounge, which is in the park. It will show up on your park map if you have that, that little app, My Disney Experience app. You can do a look for it. Anyways, we had the churros. They were amazing. They come with two different dipping sauces, vanilla cream and a chili raspberry. And they were mm, so good. I wish I could still be eating those churros right now. So that was a fun little treat that we had before we left the park for that day. And then after that, we... We left, came back to Pop Century, which is where we are currently staying. And at that point, we still had not seen our room yet because we had been at the parks all day. So I had done online check-in, which you can do before getting to your park. I don't know the exact time frame, but I did it the day before we left. So we got back to Pop Century and I checked, you know, they will text you what room number you're in and your magic bands will open your door for you. So there's really no need to go to the front desk. So that's what we did. Got to our rooms, which we have not been here since they've been refurbished, but they are great, phenomenal. I love them. They have a, a Murphy bed that is also a table. Um, so when you pull down the Murphy bed, you actually lose the table, but it's a great way to save on space in the room and also there's a ton of storage in the room now which is fabulous especially kind of in the bathroom area and the other thing is the bathrooms used to have kind of sliding curtain doors and now they're like the sliding barn door so it does allow for I think some more privacy in the room and the other thing I love is that the floors are not carpeted, which that kind of grosses me out because I don't know how you can really clean a carpeted floor in a hotel room or any other room when you have so much traffic in and out. But these are nice hardwood floors. So I really like the look. It has a nice, clean, modern feel to it. And uh, yeah, so we checked into our room. I wish I could tell you that I took some pictures of the room before we started unpacking and going crazy, but it had been a long day and we just wanted to take showers and get in bed. So that is what we did. And that concludes the first day of our visit. Okay, so for day two, that was a really busy day for us. Uh, we had a three park day on day two. I, I don't know, call us crazy, we are, but we love Disney. We just gotta soak up the parks while we're here. So for day two, we started off at Hollywood Studios. Sorry, I had to think a minute because it was so crazy yesterday. We started off at Hollywood Studios and we had three fast passes there. So our first fast pass was for Star Tours. Um, if you've never done Star Tours, it's really fun. Um, I, I think kids of any age would really love it because um, it's an exciting ride, but there's really no drops or you're kind of in an enclosed capsule. And the premise is that you are there's a there's a Star Wars spy on your ship and you're trying to evade the enemy, Darth Vader or what have you, and you're flying through space and dodging through all of these crazy obstacles and so this capsule that you're in kind of moves around, it goes up and down and kind of like shakes a little bit, but you put on these 3D glasses and it's like you're really flying through outer space and through Star Wars and it's super fun. We love it. 
So that was our first Fast Pass. Okay, so after Star Tours, we went to Rock and Roller Coaster, which my oldest son, he has never been on it. He's more of like my guy who's scared of big rides and big drops and loops in roller coasters. So he had actually never done it. I have gone once before with my youngest who is a thrill seeker like I am. So this was our time going all together and we had a great time. Chip and Dale, they both loved it, thank goodness. Even though there is a loop and a corkscrew in a rock and roller coaster, my oldest said it was great and he loved it and he, he wants to do it again, which is great. I think personally, the craziest thing about the ride is just the very, very beginning. If you've never been on it, it goes from zero to 60 in I believe it's 2.8 seconds. Your face literally is like peeling off of you. It's insane, very intense. And then it goes right from there into a loop. So if you can get through like the first 15 seconds of the ride, you're golden. <laughs> but we loved that ride. So much fun. The wait time, I don't even remember what it was, but the wait time was ridiculously long. So that's another ride. If you want to do it, I would try to snag a fast pass for that one if you can. And then after Rock and Roller Coaster... It was getting to be lunchtime, so we were getting pretty hungry, and we wanted to try the whole mobile ordering thing. So we did a mobile lunch order for ABC Commissary, and it was crazy over there. Uh, we went ahead and did the mobile order while we were still over by Rock and Roller Coaster. You know, it's great. Again, I have a food allergy, but I was able to, on the menu, you it'll give you an allergy list if you have egg or soy or dairy or wheat like myself um, it will give you your own little what you can choose from and it'll note the allergy on it if you have multiple food allergies i don't know how this would work you would probably need to go in and talk to a chef but if you are just there's one thing that you can't have you can do it right on the mobile app it's fantastic so we went ahead and ordered the lunch we placed our order while we were over by rock and roller coaster and by the time we walked over to abc commissary our order was still not ready yet it was packed. We actually were the vultures circling around looking just for a table to nab. Um, there was a family, luckily, who was looks like they were wrapping up, so they didn't mind if we just waited until they finished and then took their table, and we waited for probably another five minutes or so until our order was ready. It will alert you on your phone. It'll say your order's ready to pick up and it will give you your order confirmation number and you can just walk right up um, in ABC Commissary. It was on the right-hand side. There was a very large sign that says mobile order pickup. So you're able to just go right up to the counter, give them your order number, confirm that, and then boom, your food is ready. So we did that for lunch. Um, good food, pretty typical quick service-y type stuff. My kids got the chicken, shrimp, and fish basket. So it had, had everything in it, of course, like deep battered and deep fried, and they were in heaven. They loved it. 
And then after lunch, we went to, we had one more fast pass left at Hollywood Studios. So we went over to Toy Story Land, which we have never been to yet. And it is, the theming is just amazing. You are shrunk to the size of a toy. Everything is huge around you. Disney just did such a fabulous job with Toy Story Land. Um, and we had a fast pass for Toy Story Midway Mania, which is the same ride that's been there for quite some time, but they changed the entrance so that it's in Toy Story Land now. And when you get to Toy Story Land, you kind of, <laughs> the whole entrance is you're kind of rerouted a different way. But anyways, Toy Story Midway Mania, awesome ride, love that ride. Another one you wanna try to get a fast pass for because the wait times are pretty long for that one. But that was it at Hollywood Studios. So after that, we then took a friendship boat from Hollywood Studios over to Epcot, to the International Gateway. So when you take the boat over to Epcot, it drops you off right by France, actually. And so we took the boat over, which was nice because it's kind of like a nice leisurely stroll getting over there gives you a little bit of time to just take a break and by the time we got to Epcot we were ready to go again and so we got over you go through there's like basically a check-in point where you scan your magic band do bag check all the things you would normally do at the front gate but you do um, at this other entrance to Epcot and once you're in we went to France we saw Impressions de France which we've never seen that film before um, which was nice. It was good. Gives you a little, little atmosphere of being in France. And then we went around the World Showcase. I guess you would say counterclockwise. Um, so heading into the direction of America. So we did uh, Morocco. We did Japan, America, so on and so forth. We did all the different countries. Um, I would just pick out some highlights for you guys. I loved, first of all... They had a Festival of the Holidays storyteller in Japan, and she was talking all about the um, New Year celebration that they do in Japan, and she was fabulous. She was so great. Kind of got the kids involved, was funny, and I learned some new things. And I, and I just love, I love how Disney kind of adds in these extras so during if you go you know during Christmas time I think starting as early as right after Halloween uh, they do have festival of the holidays where they have storytellers talking about traditions Christmas traditions in their countries or in this case it was a New Year's tradition they have a ton of different food booths that you can try uh, we haven't tried any yet but they're every almost every country had them also, we were able to pick up, when we got into Epcot, these really cute little Festival of the Holidays passport books, and they literally look like a little passport. They're the size of a passport, and they have stickers in them, so as you complete different food booths or activities, you can put your sticker in. Really cool idea. So anyhow, we traveled around the World Showcase. Another highlight that I want to mention is the acrobats in China are amazing so cool um so we watched that show and that one's always a winner that one's really fun then by the time we walked all the way around the world showcase and stopped at all the countries along the way we were 
at Mexico, so we decided to go ahead and get dinner there. So we had some delicious tacos and nachos and churros in Mexico, and you can't go wrong with Mexican food. Oh, we also did the Donald Duck Grand Fiesta tour ride while we were in Mexico, and that one is a great ride, especially if you have small children and you don't want to wait in line forever. This one you can probably get on in about... I would ballpark 10 to 15 minutes max, and you're on this nice leisurely little boat ride going through Mexico with Donald, and it's just a really fun, cute little ride. So that, that got us through Epcot, and then we still had one more park to do. So we headed over, took the monorail to Magic Kingdom, because Magic Kingdom was open until 1 a.m., folks, and it was awesome. So our goal going there at this time, because I think we didn't arrive until about 9, 8.30 or 9 p.m., our hope was that the crowds would somewhat be clearing out and that the that the wait times would be shorter which i think was true to some extent but it is still very crowded it is thanksgiving weekend and there are just a lot of people so you have to just <laughs> realize no matter where you go there's going to be disney lovers everywhere which is great so anyways we got to magic kingdom around nine and we we did a few rides before the Happily Ever After fireworks show. Now for the fireworks show, we were debating, should we stop and watch this? Or should we just do some more rides while people are at the show so the wait times would be shorter? And since we hadn't really gotten a very good spot for Happily Ever After, which thank goodness we will be there tonight so we'll be able to get a good spot ahead of time which I would definitely recommend you doing if you want to see the show because there are just masses and masses of people but anyways we opted to skip the fireworks show for that night watch it a different night and just go ahead and do the rides which is why our family loves Disney so much we are really a family that loves all the attractions so we were able to do quite a few rides, Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin, Haunted Mansion, and then um, during extra magic hours, as I said, the park was open until 1 a.m. So we were able to do quite a few rides after that point. And they do scan your magic band to make sure that you are a guest staying on Walt Disney World property so that you legitimately have access to these extra magic hours. So all in all, that was a long day, but it was really, really fun. And like I said, we got a bunch of rides in that we probably wouldn't have done otherwise, or just would have had to wait a lot longer, honestly. So that sums it up for days one and two of our trip. And I hope you guys are all having fun. I know I am. And hopefully that was just able to give you a little Disney magic, a little dose of a spoonful of sugar for you all. Take care.